movies. We watch movies. You listen to us talk about movies that we watched without you. It's beautiful. Thanks. Now this is podcasting. What is up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Super Films Cast 64. This is your number one show about movies on the internet. We talk about all the coolest and biggest movies to date, like uh, the movie Jack starring Robin Williams, where he's a man, well, he's a boy, but with the body of Robin Williams. And this is this is a classic film. Adam, have you seen it? Yeah, I have. I'm pretty uh, pretty well versed in little boys and grown men bodies. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. obviously big is one, and you know we have one coming out this weekend. With <laughs> we do. I didn't even mean to Shazam. make that a segue. Sh- Shazam! Not this isn't the sequel to the. Uh, Shaquille O'Neal film from the 90s or Kazam. the misremembered is... Sinbad movie that didn't exist right no that never existed this is uh, Shazam starring Benedict Cumberbatch and Alfonso Corian directing about a man who grew up as a baby with superpowers yeah that sounds about right Adam how you doing oh I'm doing alright Trey, how are you? Mm-hmm. Oh man, I'm just swell. I am just swell. Yeah. Just so getting in swell. fights with people about frats on the internet. No one's getting mm. in fights. And it sounded Adam. like you you were big mad. I'm <laughs> don't know. Oh, what you don't know about, about being big mad. <laughs> I don't know about being big mad. I have nothing to be big mad about. Mm, I just Googled boys in men, and that's not what I meant to Google. <laughs> yeah, you might want to scrub your desktop Don't now. Don't worry, it thinks I was, the, the feds thinks are gonna... I was saying boys to men. Uh, yes, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. You know, the uh, this is going to be very specific. There's a, a video on YouTube where there's like a police chase and a guy running away from police. And uh, he goes and finally, with the help of someone else, uh, is able to get away from police. And then uh, the guy thanks the lady who helped him get away. And she's like, wait, what'd you do? And he says, I'm a pedophile. <laughs> and then he runs off. <laughs> I saw that video. Okay. I did see Trying that Trying to find yes. that video <laughs> online if you don't know <laughs> the name of it. Just like Googling, <laughs> I'm a pedophile. <laughs> uh, it doesn't come up with the answer you want. And uh, just warnings no. pop up all over the place. Jeez. Adam, they're going to knock down your door and rush and take you in the middle of the night. Uh, Yeah, probably. Yeah, they probably should. It's probably what should happen to you. you. You know, sometimes you'd just rather burn out than fade away. <laughs> just burn out, just like Chris Farley. Just too hot to handle. 
You know, they, you know, you know what they say is that you either die a hero or live long enough for yourself to become the villain. Mm. You know, that's from yeah, that's from a film. Uh, and today we're talking films, oh. Adam. We're gonna do our part two of our Lord of the Rings trilogy yep. recap. Then we're going to uh, get into some news and then box office stuff. And we talk about what we've been watching and then leave. And then next week, I think we'll do part three of Lord of the Rings. We got we got a busy slate coming up because we wanted to do Return of the King. We talked about wanting to do The Matrix since it's the 20-year anniversary of The Matrix. Or The Barcode, <laughs> which is a little short parody video we did at Sky Ranch the summer of when uh, The Matrix came out. It was very funny. And then uh, we have uh, Shazam. And then Infinity War, or I guess not Infinity War, Endgame is coming sooner than you expect. It's coming up, man. Did you get your tickets? Uh, I did not. Because mm. I don't know what, like, I don't want to, I don't want to feel rushed. Like, I got to plan out something that I'm going to be doing at the end of the month, block off to go to a movie yeah. theater. And so, I don't know. It may be tough. I may not be able to see it opening weekend. Oh, no. Well, how are we going to do the podcast? Uh, I mean, we'll figure it out. All right. I got tickets for all the friends uh, out down here. So if you guys want to fly yeah, I saw down. Yeah, asking for people's Venmos and nobody responding. Uh, I got three mm. responses. I got, I got Nate Dog and Sounds his girlfriend. Like See, like, this, this is what's crazy about Avengers to me. Like, yeah. Nathan... And his girlfriend, <laughs> like, uh-huh. would not go to, <laughs> like, movies. That's, like, the worst. It is literally the lowest bar for whoever would go. I'm sorry, Nathan. Sorry Nathan's you're, you're not going to listen to a podcast. He's... <laughs> he doesn't listen. Does he not know how to listen yeah, to podcasts? Yeah, Nathan only listens to uh, Taking Back Sunday that he has an iPod Nano that he's kept for all these years, and that's all he listens to while driving around in his Ford Mustang. I'm sorry, Nathan. It's just it's just the widespreadness and how anticipated this movie is. Kind of, well, it just blows y- my yeah. mind. Hmm. No, it's it's crazy. I mean, you gotta you gotta give Marvel some credit. They they did something pretty much. They did something insane. They made the Star Wars level of excitement for for yeah, this movie. And I just don't understand how it gets to this level of of hype. Like I can't imagine a movie where more people like are going to see it. <laughs> well, I think it's just a building building kind of thing where you know people were excited and more people get excited and more people want to talk about it people want to be in the conversation they want to be talking about avengers because they know everyone else is going to be talking about it so you get people like hey what movies do i need to watch to be prepared and you know it just it but, snowballs until everyone needs to it's, see it. it's not even just needs to see it like they're buying tickets for opening day because they feel like feel like spoilers so i, I want to see it as soon as possible so i don't get spoiled on twitter you know, but like, how many people are even on 
on Twitter. It's, it's, yeah, I, it's I know. Like that's on always the question, like it's, too. It's to a level that's like not even just that. It's just so permeated things. And I just I just don't understand mm-hmm. how something reaches that level of, of success, especially now when the monoculture is dead. The There's just like some way that this tentpole movie has just like broken everyone's brains into into wanting it yeah no it's it's fascinating yeah because i mean it it took a lot of time you know it took a lot of time it took from 2008 till now it took over 10 years for this thing to snowball to this point yeah Uh, i don't know yeah just yeah yeah. I just I just don't understand. The trailers don't even look that good. I mean, they don't show a bunch, no. but it's not like it's just like hype on hype's sake. Mhm. It No, pretty much. I, yeah. Like people are going to be disappointed in it. Like it's 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 Oh yeah. Cuz it's sure going to be just be. like you know, anything that wraps up a series is going to be disappointing because right now everybody's excited because oh they're all dead, and what? Like, it was a it was a Empire Strikes Back level. Well, but it's of also ambiguous. It was a series. That, yeah, it's yes. it's like a lost thing where it's like okay, so there's like infinite possibilities for how either they're going to bring people back or how they're going to save things. When in reality, they're going to have a solution, and nobody's going to like this solution, whatever it is. There's oh, it's too predictable. Or, oh, that's lame in this. You know what I think is that Ant-Man is going to fly up Thangos' butt and then expand into his regular uh, self. Wow, you must have used the internet a time or two. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, I am a connoisseur of the World Wide Web, Adam. I did you see? <laughs> I know about the man. Did you see Josh Brolin on Instagram? No. What did, did he post a picture of him? He from posted the a picture of him, like taking a shit and grunting real loud, and he was like preparing for preparing nice. for you, Ant Man. Not. Nah, oh, really? That's pretty good. Us. He gets it. He gets the memes. Mm-hmm. That's a man who I want to play Thangos who gets the memes. Well, he good thing he well, is. Yeah. So I, I guess we should we you should know what just else do was a, a very memeable movie. We should just do other huh? other news while we're doing it. All right, let's just like, do other like news I mean then, we, we just talk about, about it. Let's this. go ahead. Let's get Joker out of the way since everybody's everybody's talking okay. Joker. Okay, fine. Let's talk about Joker. So that the movie, it it looks very interesting. You know, Trey, you told me you were not excited about this, and I feel like th- I feel I didn't say I, I was not like excited. That's the takeaway from most people online, I think people say they like it. I it's de- you know it's definitely doesn't feel like a superhero movie, and like even more so. Yeah, than it's definitely like Dark Knight Nathan and his girlfriend be like, "What the fuck is this?" <laughs> <laughs> right. Why are you killing people? Uh, like even, oh, you got kicked uh, in the nuts once. It, Funny. <laughs> like the uh, it, yeah, it looks more like a you you know if if 
they didn't label it Joker and say Gotham, you would not think it was a, a DC Batman movie. Yeah. It would just be a movie. Uh, which, hey, I think Joaquin Phoenix is one of the greatest actors we have right now. Very underrated. People don't talk about Joaquin Phoenix, I think, when they talk about the greatest mm-hmm. actors. But he's very good at anything he does. And so I, I bet you he'll kill this. Yeah. Uh, I think it looks neat. I think it looks interesting. I just, um, I'm I'm worried about the premise. See, I, I'm kind of the That's opposite. That's my one thing. I'm way in on the premise. Uh-huh. I'm worried about Todd Phillips, director of, ha- of Hangover right. fame. Like, yeah. everything that was kind of talked about going into the movie, where it's kind of like the Joker's a struggling comedian or whatever, and it's like his descent into madness, like... That's kind of awesome, and it, it being based off of, uh, you know, King, King, King of Comedy, Comedy and De Niro's in it, and Scorsese's one of the producers on it, so it's like, okay, they're going to have some good influence. And then I watched it, and I feel like it didn't quite hit all the notes I wanted it to in that, mm-hmm. but I also understand how that would be very hard to do in a trailer. Mm-hmm. But I just I'm just not sure Todd Phillips is a good director. <laughs> yeah, I'm probably with you on that. I don't think he's that that good. And uh I don't think the hangover movies are that great. And they're just kind of they're kind of your stock two thousands comedy. I mean they're uh there's a great uh there's a YouTube channel, it's now you stopped doing them, but it's called Every Frame of Painting. And he did one about um uh, Edgar Wright comedies, yep. you know, uh, Shaun of the Dead, Hot Fuzz, and how kind of comedies these days don't, they're more just filmed improv, you know, and it's just two actors will just say funny lines, and there's really nothing else to the comedy. And um, whereas, like, you know, Edgar Wright uses the camera and uh, sound and visuals and everything for comedy. So, and I think Todd Phillips is like that with The Hangover. There's It's it's a lot of just characters saying funny things to a camera. But So, yeah, well, I'm interested I to mean, see what I mean, there's a difference does. between kind of, like, stylized comedy and and other things. Like, I mean, it's... It, it's just like a, a different stylistic choice. Like you could say, yeah, but that, but I'm saying though, just because it might be a funny movie doesn't mean it was a good directed movie. Well directed. Right. Movie. And I mean, if you look at his, if you look at his, the movies he's directed, uh, let's see, road trip, old school, Starsky and Hutch, <laughs> school for scoundrels, the hangover, due date, the other hangover movies and war dogs. So it's just like pretty underwhelming stuff to me to be able to take on a project that I think really would need uh, a pretty strong hand to be able to do well. Mm-hmm. That's my only concern. Yeah. I'm on, I'm in on everything else. It's, there's a lot of people be like, oh, wow, this uh, a mediocre white man decides to, you know. <laughs> He's he's not <laughs> as good as people think. This is really a true villain story, and like, yeah, I think that's kind of interesting. Yeah, uh, 
And oh no, I, I think my my issue with the premise is that it is king of comedy. I, you know, and the Joker really has no backstory, and you can get all nerdy with it, you know, where he's not supposed to have a backstory. That's what makes yeah, him the that's Joker. What everybody, but uh, I've been seeing a lot of that. I was just like, yeah, it's yeah, which yeah, just look, just hey, do you want Jared Leto? To right, exactly. This? Like, how is this? how is this? Yeah. not like no it, Suicide it, Squad. Like, I know that Suicide Squad is right. a high bar, <laughs> or like a like a low bar to pass. <laughs> low bar. But it's just like, come on! Like this is an interesting take on something. This looks right. neat. At least, it, at least yes. it's something different. It's not just, you, you know, even something like Venom, which was a little bit different. But it's yeah. still like, okay, I kind of know what this is. This is at least interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm intrigued. Like I, I think it looks interesting. I think you're right when it said it didn't really hit the notes. Uh, that you wanted, yeah, it was just a little off for me for some reason. I don't know what it was, but I was just hoping maybe for some more weirdness. It was weird, but I I kind of wanted it to get wanted it to get a like little weirder. Him laying I on guess. the ground holding his dick and balls, I was like, oh yeah. god, no. <laughs> <laughs> his kids was was he holding his yeah, dick and balls? He, he, the kids steal the sign, and then he's like holding. His, Oh, I thought you were talking about him in the locker room where he was like looking like he was ripping no, no, up no, something. No. Oh, okay. Him laying yeah, on the he ground. was holding his dick and balls. Yeah. Uh no, I'm I'm interested Is that to see horny what enough? they do. I I got I got to Uh not okay. not that horny. The locker room stuff you, you were talking hornier. about. That was definitely horny. Yeah. That's horny. <laughs> uh but in Joaquin I trust. Very yeah, no, like he's he's like great. You could almost do the he's, same thing we did with Todd Phillips's movies with Joaquin, and just be like, "All right, which one of these was he not great in?" Yeah, yeah. But yeah, you know, Jared Leto uh, was also a coming off a, an Oscar recently <laughs> when he decided to Joker it up. Yeah, but I think. I think Joaquin has more of a track sure. record. Yeah. Uh, and do we have anything else on the news? I don't... Uh, there was um, some other trailers that came out. Well, we were talking about this but, earlier and Heather wasn't. <laughs> no, there was. There's like a, a zombie movie with Bill Murray and Adam Driver that looks oh, yeah. like... It could That's be fun. It looks like... Uh, it looks like someone's trying to be Wes Anderson. Kind of. Yeah. It has that very dry vibe to it. Uh, Dune started shooting. I know you love... Okay. We all love some... I'm into Denis that. Villeneuve. Yeah. But for the most part, I think those are the two big pieces of news. Okay. Well, we're about to get to big movie season coming up, I think. Well, actually, we're probably in it right now. This This year is pretty packed. But um, we're not going to talk about that. What we're going to talk about is a movie that's almost 20 years old. Uh, we're going to do a review of Lord of the Rings, The Two Towers, when we come back. Mm-hmm. 
So, Adam, uh, this is part two of our three-part series where we review well, Lord of the Rings. Well, it's part two of our one-part series. Oh, because it's just one movie? Because, yeah, Lord of the Rings is one movie. Pretty much. So. Just They just cut <laughs> cut it in the middle somewhere. Like, okay, we know where to cut this, and we're going to put it out as three movies. Uh, Lord of the Rings, The Two Towers. So, we talked about Fellowship last week. and Two weeks ago. We, two weeks ago. Yeah, Jeez. Did us. Oh, you're right. And we decided that, yeah, it's a great movie. Uh, Fellowship of the Ring. It still holds up. Yeah. It still looks great. It's still a great story. Uh, wh- how did you feel about... Re- and now, I guess, when was the last time you watched Two Towers? Uh, this is probably similarly uh, okay. one that I watched in college, probably seven okay. or eight years ago. So how did you feel rewatching it? Uh, well, in in my memory, this was my favorite of the trilogy, mm-hmm. I, I enjoyed Two Towers the best. Uh, watching it now, Fellowship is a much better movie. <laughs> yeah, uh, I 100% thought the same thing. Like, this this movie is not, it's not bad. No. Uh, it is very long. <laughs> yes. Like, and it's... like, Fellowship was equally long, but it didn't feel as long. This movie feels long yeah it definitely drags especially in the middle when they start uh doing the whole arwen scenario and then they kind of go into a kind of a recap of everything that's happened so far and right yeah which was weird um yeah they and it yeah it felt very long yeah uh this movie also doesn't look as good there's more CG mm-hmm. in this movie. I don't think it looks bad necessarily. Uh, the opening with uh, Gandalf falling with the Balrog uh, looks kind of cheesy at points. Yeah, um, Gollum like looks better than it has any right to. Yes, as far that... as as far as that time, but like the skin is kind of like shinier yeah. than it should be, so it's kind of mm-hmm. very obviously comped in. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are parts where Gollum looks amazing, and there's parts where, like, yeah, it doesn't hold up as well. I, how do you feel about them going back and kind of George Lucasing this, and uh, maybe touching up a little bit? When? When did they do that? No, like, w- would you be a fan of it? Um, I if they wanted to do it, I wouldn't mind. Uh, I mean. Why not? But I think there's a difference. I think it's. I think that I think when they did. I think the big difference is that it's impossible to get copies of Star Wars, uh, the the first three untouched on Blu-ray and DVD, whereas Lord of the Rings, they're all there for you, so you could easily get the original version if you wanted it. I think the I think people have an issue. With just the avail- availability. If they had the original 1970s versions of Star Wars, 1980s, for you to buy, yeah, I think people would be more happy or more, you know, willing to let George Lucas do whatever he wants. But the difference is he doesn't. And so you're stuck with the newer versions. So, yeah, I mean, people do director's cuts all the time. I wouldn't mind that. 
Uh, they did it with Blade Runner. I mean, the, the final cut of Blade Runner is very different than the original cut uh, as far as like visually. So yeah, I, I wouldn't mind it if they, if they wouldn't touch it up a bit. But like, I mean, director's cuts like Blade Runner, that's not necessarily coming out, you know, 20 years after. I think again, though, it's just about keeping the, you know, making the original available. And I think he would. I don't, I, Peter Jackson doesn't seem like a guy who would go and redo things and say you can't see the original. You know, mm. I, I think he would keep. I think if he ever did it, you would still be able to see the original cuts. So I don't movie, know how. How do you feel about it? I, how I would think you feel? I would like him to just yeah. Just because I don't want anything to take people out of the movie. Like right. if, if people eventually get to a point where it's like, "Oh, this looks so bad," I don't want to. Uh huh. I don't want to watch this. This is. I see. It looks. It looks terrible. It's just like uh, I don't know if it, if just touching it up is the difference between getting people to watch it and I. I think that being I, the only criticism people would have when they watch. Yeah, it's fine. Weird, but It looks weird. stupid. The weird deal is, though, for me, it's like I appreciate it more because I realize how much time has passed, and I still feel like this looks really good still. I mean, right. yeah, you, it is. You would be able to do that because you saw it originally. Yeah. And and so it's a throwback to a time. But if, mm-hmm. like, you show a, just a kid today. Yeah. if Or, you know, years from now. Like, we never saw original Star Wars, and I've seen, like, photos of original Jabba the Hutt. Yeah. And it is kind of like it kind of blows my mind a little bit that <laughs> that's how he looked. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I think it's I think it's uh, not the worst idea and I know a lot of people really give George Lucas shit. Another thing that George Lucas does is he kind of cuts some stuff uh mm-hmm. <laughs> to change some meanings. Yeah, um, the whole Greedo shooting first, all that. Shitting first. Shooting first. Well, he, Could have shot first, too. Who knows? He probably did. He releases yeah. his bowels when he dies. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so the movie starts out. Uh, there's the Balrog scene, whatever. I do like that opening a lot. I really like that opening. Mm-hmm. That's still probably one of my favorite openings of a, of a movie. I thought it's really good. And it starts off kind of... There really is no intro. It starts off where it left off, pretty much. Well, it kind of uh, it starts besides off... Besides the... Besides the Belrog thing, it starts right. off where it left off. Yeah, it know. starts off with uh, Aragorn and Legolas and Gimli just sprinting. Well, it starts off with Frodo and Sam. They're walking through the uh, the hills, and they're lost. And oh, right. um, yep. yeah, and they say they're not alone. And then you hear you see Gollum. Correct. That all happens right there. Yeah, like it all happens right at the beginning, and then they. Uh, Get Golem, tie him up, uh, decide, okay, you're coming with us, pretty much. Mm. Uh, then it goes to just Aragorn and Legolas and Gimli just sprinting all day long. Yeah, this is day. the start of the New Zealand uh, travel guide. Right, yeah. <laughs> where come to New Zealand. <laughs> you can come see Rohan. Uh, yes. Look at the beautiful scenery. You get to see uh, Aragorn... Say, Legolas, what do your elf eyes see? Yes! Which is, like, James, what does your Chinese nose smell? <laughs> because uh, elf is a race in this <laughs> in this world. So Aragorn 
a racist Vigo but showing off like, his. Is it like saying like, "Hey, you're really good at basketball"? Oh, I don't God. know. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, uh, I'm gonna mark that. <laughs> be like the episode of The Office where Michael <laughs> picks Stanley. First. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it like that kind of though? Because it's like it's not. Hey, he's like saying you like look. I'll see really well. So you must see really well, and but he can't see like a foot from him. <laughs> um. Anyway, yeah, and then you get uh. There's a lot of memes in this movie. There's a few good memes, memes, if you will. Uh, he does though. We're taking the hobbits to Isengard, and I cheered very oh. loudly. Whoa! Yeah, screaming. Why? Uh, why did J.R. R. Tolkien uh, decide? To name two of his main villains, Sauron and Saruman. Yeah, that's that a bit seems confusing. like a pretty easy fix to, to just yeah. make them a little more distinguishable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess so. Probably should have changed that. It's basically the same name. Um, we got Gandalf, Golem, and Gimli. Yeah, but like Gandalf Galadriel. and Gimli, like there's at least other sounds. Right, Sauron, yeah. Saruman is like <laughs> practically the same thing. Like there's one M. Yeah. Uh. So they go. They they show Isengard. They're making up all their orc stuff again. Yeah, uh, they're still building orcs. What do you think? So they have the. Where they like tear them out of the little orc sacks, yeah, that they dig out of the ground. What that's do you cool. think that's made of in like real life? Uh, probably like latex. It's probably kind of like maybe gelatin and latex. Yeah, you know. Yeah, but like, how do you get inside? It's like a I just condom. Wanna, you I just want to think your about body. It. You just like. I bet you it's like a it's some kind of thing they go into. And there's just like kind of a film over them, mm. and it's not like covering their body, but it's like, oh, and they just have to break through that film. It's almost like a mirror. Well, yeah, a film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's freaking. It's freaking gross. Yeah, I just, I gross. just don't wouldn't want to be an actor. Be like, yeah, I'm the guy that comes out of the <laughs> freaking sack, the sack, the mud sack. Uh, so yeah, you got the hobbits. They go into the forest, talk to the Ents, Merry and Pippin. Yeah, they escape. Oh, you got another good uh, line. Meets back on the menu, boys. Oh, meets back on the menu, boys is classic. Also, it's classic. One one guy not gonna feed a whole army. No, when you just cut off some dude's head. Yeah, those aren't. Yeah, they're too small to feed all them orcs. They're very hungry. They are very hungry. Uh, Frodo and Sam use Gollum. He's like, "Hey, I'll show you how to get into Mordor." Well, and- hold on, we got Treebeard. They they go to the woods and meet Treebeard, who I think is is a very good character. I like Treebeard. I don't know if you like Treebeard, but I'm pro Treebeard. I'm into Treebeard. He has some good lines. Yeah, yeah. I think I think that's like, I don't know. That's one of the more blatant messages. Oh yeah, that's of, very of this movie yeah, yeah. is yeah. you know man versus nature, industry uh-huh. versus nature. Um, and the scenes, while it is you know specifically slow played, 
mm-hmm. I guess we can just kind of talk about everyone's timeline uh, in it as opposed to kind of jumping around. But uh, I think that uh, I think that it works. Like that doesn't feel long at all, even no, though I it agree, is kind yeah. of a little more comedic, mm-hmm. almost. A little bit, not not as comedic as they were in the first movie, but still a little, you know, because Truebeard's pretty much this old grandpa who just won't stop talking, and he talks really slow, and they start falling asleep when he talks, and right. you know, yeah, and it's, and I really like um, his line, uh, I forgot it, but when they're at the meeting and he's, it's you know, the battle of Helm's Deep go, is going on, and he's just, he's just telling them, us ants don't say anything unless it's important mm-hmm. or, you know it's, it's yeah it's just a very drawn out sequence and uh i tell you i think the last march of the ants is one of my favorite sequences in the in the trilogy yeah that's uh a yeah really cool scene when they go and they break the dam yeah i think that's really cool mm-hmm. and then the, mm-hmm. there's the one that has his head on fire and yeah and he just it dips in. it yeah yeah <laughs> that's, a, that's a fun little visual gag yeah very fun so I think Marion Pippin, I'm I'm with that that storyline in this. And they're starting to get more they're kind of transitioning into more serious characters at this point too. Yeah, they're urging them to take on the bad guys. And yeah. All that kind of stuff. Yeah. Uh then we have the Gimli Legolas Aragorn mm-hmm. line. This is, is sort of like the major line in this right. movie. Yeah, this is this is the main one. Uh, where they go, they're trying to track down Merry and Pippin. They end up hooking up with Rohan. And, well, they hook up with uh, well, Gandalf, Gandalf the White. Right. They meet Gandalf in the forest. Uh, he does the the fun trick where he stops everybody's attacks. Yeah. And uh, he never does that hot sword move again. No, I mean, he makes to, Aragorn's yeah. sword so hot. Imagine he could have just done that at Helm's Deep. Could have everybody just everybody's <laughs> swords just get so hot. <laughs> well, he wasn't there. You remember, he had to go get all the other. Oh, I guess that could have been his plan. Yeah, <laughs> Gandalf, just make everyone's sword hot. Yeah, just it's too hot. Yeah, oh no, uh, they did a cool trick though when uh, they they meet the White Wizard. Is they put. They put um they melded together Ian McKellen and Christopher Lee's voices right and they they had uh, Christopher Lee's eyes uh over the white figure mm-hmm. so you would think it was Saruman but it, right. but it was Gandalf yeah. and he's now all white because he's now not really Gandalf the Great and it, it, you know and to, I think I mentioned this last time but I'll say it again uh they do you know. They could have easily just, and this is more about this is more Tolkien, I guess. I like that they, even though they brought the character back, he's still different. He's not as he's not the very f- fun, kindly, old wise Gandalf that you want to be your grandpa. He's more serious, you know. And so, this the, still the kind of the death still affects you because. It's not exactly the same character coming back, you know. Right. Even though he does, it's it's a different character, almost. So then they go with him to Rohan, where, uh, you have the king who has been possessed. Yes, by, by Wormtail. 
or wor- worm yeah. t- worm tongue and Saruman. <laughs> Uh, Aomer at one point says, too long have you watched my sister. Too long yeah. have you haunted her steps. Yeah, and I was like, creepy. that's that's probably something Trey said to somebody at some point. <laughs> <laughs> like being a, being a teenager way into Lord of the Rings. and you're I just never like, said that to anybody. You never said I've that never to anybody? I've never quoted Lord of the Rings to my sister's boyfriends. No. Okay. I've never done that. <laughs> uh, never done that. <laughs> and speaking of his sister, Aragorn... Batting a thousand when it comes to making ladies cream in these oh, movies. Oh yeah, yes. <laughs> she's all weak in the knees. She she's like, oh, who gave you that jewel? She she's jealous. She won. Yeah, she knew she, he he a good boy. She's gonna kill that Liv Tyler. Uh, and then you know, kind of as they go, they free the king from Saruman. They decide to go to Helm's Deep. Yeah. So yeah, so uh, a few things. First of all, I really like the Rohan aesthetic. I really like the kind of the Norse. I like the Norse thing in general. I, I like Norse stuff, like God of War, and you know the the Rohan. I think that's really neat. That the music, the architecture is really cool. Uh, I think I like the Rohan theme the best. As far as like, uh, I, I mean, as far as like. I want I was about to say Gryffindor, Gondor versus Rohan. I think I like what Rohan's doing better mm-hmm. as far as like music and and look and all that stuff. Uh and also, I think it's interesting cuz I, you know, watching this with somewhat of a of a Game of Thrones lens because, you know, there there's definitely definite parallels and I think even George Railroad Martin would I think he has said it before. Like, it's very influential uh, to him. And, uh, you know, they... So, Saruman, he recruits these wild people. Mm -hmm. And and I thought of the wildlings in uh, Game of Thrones. Yeah. And how, you know, it's interesting. This is more cut and dry. These are bad people. These are good people. Whereas Game of Thrones, they kind of go into that gray area way more. Whereas, uh, well, they're not bad. They're just defending their home, and you're the bad guys. And, right. You know, yeah, I, I thought that's sort of an interesting look. Where Lord of the Rings is definitely black and white. There's very little gray area. Whereas, you know, I think, I think, uh, you know, I think that may be one thing. I think Game of Thrones does better than Lord of the Rings is the very gray area of who's a real really who's really an enemy you know yeah yeah stuff like that yeah i think i think you're definitely right there's a clear black and white good and evil mm-hmm. in in this and yeah game of thrones operates in in grays more uh one of the rohan guys is like the ugliest man i've ever seen in my life <laughs> he's, which one he's like it, he's like the king's main Oh, that guy. Fighter guy. He's got some weird, like, bulgy eyes. Yeah. And a weird mouth. Okay. He's ugly. (laughs) Don't let him be in movies. All right. I I won't. I mean, he's in movies all the time. (laughs) Oh, he is? What are you talking about? No, he's not. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) He's the ugly one. If you go back and watch, you'll see. You'll be like, oh, that that guy ugly. (laughs) Okay. I'll look look back next time. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, when we on four twenty, when we all watch it at Casper's house, we'll we'll look back. There you go. Uh, there's yeah. 
there's the flashback before they go to Helm's Deep, just to remind you, hey, don't worry, Aragorn fucks. <laughs> yeah. Even though even though he's not trying to fuck this girl, he does fuck other girls. <laughs> Only immortal elfish girls he'll mm-hmm. fuck. Uh and so then there's the wolves of Isengard scene that kind of ambushes them. They kind of shoehorn that in. Way. Oh, it's, it's that never happened totally, in the books. It's totally yeah. a beat to yeah. be like, all right, there's a lot of stuff happening here without yeah. any action. Uh, we have to do it. And this is the longest part of the movie. Because you go, yeah, you're you right. have like Elrond trying to convince Arwen to go to the West. And it's like, uh, are they going to make it? Aragorn falls off the ledge. That's it, a and I, it's a very dumb fake out because you know he's right, going to he's, survive. Right. It, that's the worst. I we were talking yeah. about that with the Sam thing after the first one. It's like, okay, yeah. this is not how it, he's going to die where he just like falls off a cliff and they just like don't look at him. Right. Like, like what <laughs> That's it's so dumb and I hate when movies do that. Yeah. I don't even get why they had to do that. Right. It there's no point. I think. I think the only, only point like is he sees the army tension. coming, you know. But I don't know. Like yeah. he actually sees the army, how big it is. Right. But they could have had any jamoke on a horseback, to, you know, ride up and say, "Hey, it's a lot bigger than you think," or something. So then they go to then they go to Helm's Deep, and you have the Helm's Deep fight. How uh, yeah? How did you feel about that? Uh thought it was still pretty cool. You know. Uh, I thought it's very video gamey that there's only one section of the castle that's weak, and they just have to go to that one section and break it all apart. Uh, you mean uh, the guy with the torch running in like it's the Olympics when there are people yeah. with torches all along both sides, yeah, but they got to have this dramatic run-up yeah. where he gets shot. I also like at the beginning when everybody has like their arrows drawn and stuff, yeah. and they're just waiting. And then the one guy can't hold it anymore. And per- first of all, shoots the guy right in the neck, kills him. That's a great shot. Yeah. D- don't hate on that guy. Like they weren't going to attack if you didn't. <laughs> if you didn't fire. Yeah. Uh, also, I I think it's very unsafe. All those arrows keep flying by everybody's head. Yeah. Like, they there have- hasn't been any friendly fire, you know. Yeah. At they, all. They have the elves like from behind the wall. Yeah. It, like Aragorn perfectly guides the arrows. Yeah. Over. It's just don't do that. Uh, also, elves, why did they have it was a little shoehorned into. Right. And they I, wanted they wanted someone to book. die, so they wanted they were like, "All right, we'll bring this one guy who stood next to Galadriel." The for ad, the fake Adam Sandler. Yeah. <laughs> uh There there's some fun little bits to these things that we talked about you know the and sticking the fire head in the water and stuff mm-hmm. like when they're firing the giant arrows into the walls of Helm's Deep yeah and uh uh the one guy just like holds on to the grappling hook as they fire <laughs> like at the Wilhelm <laughs> scream you know yeah, yeah yeah you do get the Wilhelm scream which I uh, I have written down but like <laughs> it's like that's great cuz it just shows how freaking crazy these your yeah. guy are um. So then they, you know, keep losing, keep losing, but then a few horse guys come. Yeah, <laughs> there's like, like there was enough 
of those horse guys to surround Aragorn, Gimli, and Legolas and be three deep with horses. So there's probably... Well, there were, it, when they all rode down, there was a ton of horses. Well, though. yeah. And but, also the sun came up, so they all couldn't yeah, see. Yeah, they were, yeah, they couldn't see. And yeah. so all their spears that they had pointed at the horses just didn't matter. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then they, and then they ran off. Yeah. So they won. And this they is did. also, this is also the first glimpse you get kind of at the, the fun Legolas Gimli dynamic. Yeah. Uh, that they do later on, which I think is, I think is really strong. And I know mm-hmm. I've come out against Marvel movies for not taking things as seriously in I moments think that of time, but I, for those characters, it, it works though. Right. You know, exactly. Yeah. It's like a cockiness thing as opposed. Yeah. I don't, I mean, I don't know. Also, and did it's you know, definitely a, definitely a rivalry thing too. Where, yeah, and yeah, you say cockiness, I guess it's the same thing, mm-hmm. you know, cause it's two different races that you pretty much don't like each other historically and they're kind of bonding over right you know something how much they love killing yeah uh did you know that the the toss a dwarf thing when he says toss me they shot that first and then they decided to go back and add add it into fellowship oh yeah they decided to make it like a moment that's pretty good that's uh, (laughs) i think that's pretty good uh yeah Edition, because that's yeah. a very funny moment. I remember like yeah. that a lot when I was a yeah. kid. Got to toss me, <laughs> right? Yeah, that was good. <laughs> uh, so then that leaves us with the Frodo and Sam and Gollum storyline. Uh-huh. Uh huh. They go into the Godompog. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this is when Frodo. I don't. He just becomes a little like. A little bitch. Yeah, he just, the whole time he's just fainting and, oh. Right. Oh, I'm so frail. Like, it's supposed supposed to be like the ring is such a terrible burden. Yeah. I I get it. But it, everything about Frodo in this movie comes about, comes off just like real weird. Yeah. Where he's just like almost over loving to say, like, I don't want to. We can, yeah. All right. Did you want to talk about that? Yeah, because I think it's, I think it's, I think it's a bit when people talk about that online. Right. It's funny to poke fun at it. Definitely. I, I think I heard something pretty interesting. I, I just think it gets lost in translation a little bit because when Tolkien wrote this, he was writing this in the perspective of. Men fighting in war. World yeah, war World war. war One. Yeah, and these men are brothers, and they love each other like brothers, and they are going through something no one has ever, you know, no one has ever gone through. Right. And I think I think it works. I think that Elijah Wood's little soft voice that he puts on when he yeah. talks about it, like I I don't need him to be like, "Hey, love you, bro," but like. You can say the same stuff, just say it he's, like he's, earnestly he's, without yes. being like, I don't know. It might be bad directing. Maybe bad directing there. I just, yes, it's like it, a weird it, acting <clears throat> choice. Right. Well, he's using an accent he doesn't have. Right, exactly. Yeah. And so, it, it yes, it sounds a little off in general. Uh-huh. Um, and yeah, you know. He's very young. Elijah Wood is in this movie. I think he's in his twenties. 
and he has more of a higher pitched voice. That's very young to you now. Yes, <laughs> Mr. Mr. <laughs> he's in it. He's practically. I don't know how old he was, newborn. but like, yes, he's, he's, he's a bit. You know, he's he's a he's not effeminate, but he's uh, just a smaller man. You know what I mean? Like, he just <laughs> a little higher pitch voice, a little smaller. He just he's got that thing, it just, and so yeah, it it, it sounds like a bit this. weird, and it's like just a little oh, too oh, a little Sam. too breathy. Oh Sam. Oh, Sam. I couldn't do without you. It's like he's <laughs> like losing his breath thinking about. Right. And so that like that's where it comes from, I think, yeah. more so than it being like, oh, this dude would be expressing his feelings. Fuck <laughs> him. Yeah. I yeah, I, I think it's funny to joke. Yeah, it, it it comes off a little weird, but I think you gotta know. Like if you're a, if you're some bro going in the movie, you're gonna be like, oh, fucking gay. But like if you get like the context of what of where Tolkien was and what he's writing, it makes total sense. Right. How do you yeah. feel about uh, Faramir? Um, they definitely they they kind of had to change up the character because I think uh, so. What they did is the originally the character, and I guess it doesn't matter what they did in the book, but the the character originally was opposed to the ring automatically. But they needed to give Frodo and Sam a little more struggle. Right. Like they needed them to, they needed some kind of tension going on. So they made him want to keep the ring, you know. And he kind of does a weird flip at the end. Right. Because he has I, to. I feel about Faramir kind of like how I feel about in The Last Jedi, the um, Oscar Isaac part. Yeah. The, the Poe Dameron, where uh-huh. it's like, I like the concept where it's like, his brother gave in to the ring and he has a chance and his people are being just like slaughtered. Uh, so he has this chance and he decides to, you know, let them go. And that's mm-hmm. like an interesting character arc for him. But like movie wise, it's not interesting to watch. Kind of right. like in, in The Last Jedi when Poe <laughs> like learns a lesson to, you know, n- go in all. F- Flyboy cocky man is not the best way to solve your problems. It's like, yeah, that's an interesting lesson and story arc, but it's just not, it doesn't make for a good movie. <laughs> right. Sure. Uh, I think it's more interesting uh, in the next movie. Yes. I think, I think it's more of an interesting arc there. Yeah. It, uh, it lays the foundation for the next movie. Yeah. And I forgot if the scene, they do a flashback scene, it might just be in the extended. But I really like it. It's right when uh, Boromir is going off to... Um, yeah, that's uh, just in the extended. Yeah, thing. that's a really good scene. I wish they would have left that. I think I think it was supposed to be in uh, Two Towers. might have been Return of the King. I don't remember. But anyway, yeah, I wish they had kept that in there. Uh, do we want to talk about Golem? I, yeah, I think, I think as, you know, effects aside, I think, uh, I think it's still a really strong character. Oh yeah, and yeah, and there's, you know, the part in the when he's in the pool and he's like, "We go now." Uh, I won't do the accent. I won't do the impression. But uh, yeah, like, there's really good moments mm-hmm. with with Schmeagol. <clears throat> and weirdly, I think he looks better when he's up close. When you see his face close, right? I feel like they can add a lot more detail. I think the farther you out, he looks worse. Yeah, I yeah. agree. And then there's a. Uh, 
the Sam speech. Uh, at I the can end. recite that speech too. I oh, can do yeah? that whole speech. Yeah. Yeah. Did you? Is that what you? After Trump got elected, did you <laughs> step out onto the steps and? <laughs> the speech is super great. I yes. Uh, I just don't like <laughs> people when people share that kind of stuff. <laughs> where it's like, you know, this reminds me of Harry Potter. <laughs> <laughs> but like on its own it's a great yeah it's and it it's kind so of explains good. kind of the whole point of the movie yeah it's like the thesis of the movie yeah yeah and you know it's it's cool it goes like you know there's splice with the battle scenes and stuff right. so yeah <laughs> so and then we get the end where i always was creeped out oh i forgot we didn't mention potatoes Boil and mash them, stick oh, them in a stew. Yeah. Classic line. Great. <clears throat> but we do get the end, which always creeped me out, where uh, Smeagol's plotting to lead yeah. them into a trap. She which, do yes, she will do it. Which, going to put my Lord of the Rings nerd hat on here. Uh, and the book, it goes up till they get to Shelob. Right. Yes. And, you know, and, and that's, I think that's the thing. I think that's the one thing about this movie is they had to do a lot of work because it is a middle movie for a trilogy that is very connected. This isn't The Dark Knight. This isn't, you know, just a a movie in a universe. Like this is a, you know, we joke about it being one movie or but it is very much one long story. That it's it's separated into three parts, but it is one long story. Right. Or it's like almost like a TV show, where you have three seasons of a show. They're all connected. They all end with a big, you know, a big uh, climax. But they're three. They're all connected. I, you know, I kind of like the way it ends, just because it's another one of those. Like at the end of the Two Towers books, it's supposed to be like a fake out. Like is he? No, no, no. Definitely. I, I thought it ended really well. I'm glad they did that because there wouldn't be much for. Frodo and Sam to do in right. the in the third one. Right. Yeah, no, no, no. I'm very happy they did that. I, I like that because they needed them in the in the next one. No, I'm I'm perfectly okay with that. Okay. But I'm just saying, I think it's it's it was a. I think they pulled it off really well for a second movie in a trilogy in in a trilogy that's you know it has a beginning, it has an end, and there's stuff that happens in the middle, mm-hmm. and you know Two Towers really doesn't have a beginning or end. Or I guess it does, but it does the fake out. They couldn't do that. I think they did a really good job, you know, except for maybe a middle chunk, making something that was was on par with the first one. Yeah. Because they could have totally fucked up. For sure. This movie's just too long. Like, take out some Arwen stuff. Yeah. Um, Like, I think you could definitely shore up the Aragorn, Gimli, Legolas stuff and the movie would be a lot stronger yeah maybe even two hours and 45 minutes instead of three hours uh i there's just some some laying the path for the third movie that i was not super crazy about overall still really good yeah still really good movie I think fellowship over this though uh every day i think very easily and i probably I mean, I it was different for me once upon oh, a time. Oh, no, and I think I've talked to people, and it's like, yeah, they love the battle, and there wasn't a battle in the first one. I right. think that's a lot of people's thought. Yeah. 
All right. People love them big battles. They do. So yeah, uh, next week, Return of the King. Let's see how we feel about Return of the King. I'm a little scared to watch it because I feel like I, I spoiled myself so many times. I watched it so much in high school yeah, and that I kind of soured on it. And so I really want to, I really want to, I'm, I'm interested to rewatch this. Okay. Well, yeah. stay tuned. Stay tuned. All right. When we come back, uh, let's, you know what? How about this? Let's uh, do box office and then what we've been watching and then we can call it. All right. All right, Adam. Box office. Who won this week? Uh, the winner this week was Spencer. Oh, no. In the, the tightest margin that we've ever had. Yeah, this is a pretty tight one. Yeah, uh, he had Dumbo making fifty million. I had Dumbo making forty million. I didn't Dum- pick Dumbo. Dumbo. Dumbo made forty-five point nine million. Hmm. So Spencer won the week. This week we have Shazam and Pet Cemetery coming out. I know there was a Pet Cemetery trailer. I think uh, it looked uh, kind of creepy. I guess I don't know. I don't watch too much of it. Uh, okay. <clears throat> so, I think I guess who goes first? I guess Spencer's not here, so he can't yeah. go first. Right. Um. So I'll I'll take Shazam. I'm also taking Shazam. Okay. I will take Pet Cemetery. I'm also taking Pet Cemetery. Okay. 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 Hold on one second here. Oh, uh, look. I will take uh, Dumbo. I'm also taking Dumbo. So how much do you think Shazam is going to make? Mm. Let me see. Cheating. I'm not cheating. Type, type. <laughs> mm, let's look, <laughs> see what projections are. Um, let's see, how much did Captain Marvel make? Or how much was that in the first week? I'm looking up. It was like 100... 60, 150 million. Um, I'll say 60 million. I'm going to go with 50 million. Okay. All right. There we go. Did it. All right, Adam. So uh, have you been watching anything? Uh, Yeah. So this week I had a, I didn't watch quite as much. I watched, Obviously, Two Towers. And then I watched Aquaman. I saw that. You gave it a half a star? I gave it one and a half stars, I think. One and a half stars. Okay. I hated that. I hated it. It was was bad. Why did people say it was good? It is Because they had Suicide Squad to compare it to. I mean, I guess it's better than Suicide Squad, but it's still like... It's just it's just wild to me. It was very generic. Yeah, like the most generic. I mean, I guess there's some cool fights. There's there's definitely some cool fights like in, in Sicily, I guess. Uh-huh. Um but I I just didn't really like Jason Momoa. Amber Heard's You didn't think he was he weird. was You didn't think Jason Momoa was hot. Oh no, he was certainly hot. That's yeah. what. That's why it got one and a half stars. Because I was okay. like, 
hey, at least you had the common sense to hire some hot people right. for this movie. Right. But for the most part, it was all just so forgettable. And also just having it in water made me that made the whole thing kind of gimmicky. <laughs> and like yeah. so like the whole time I was kind of like, ugh, I don't really like this. There's some really cool like action shots and stuff and like the idea and creation of the Atlantis world is really cool where like a lot of their ships are based around how like fish look and stuff like that. So I mean visually I guess it's kind of cool. But for the most part and I just think it was pretty friggin' lame. Okay. Okay. Have you seen Aquaman? Well, I did. I did see it. What did you think? I kind of I just thought it was very generic. Uh, it's I didn't really rub the ne- uh, move the needle one way or another for me. You know, it, I think I gave it 3 stars for some reason or like, for 2 me, and though, a half, I don't know. I would rather have a movie uh, the second time I'm bringing up Venom. But at least hey, Venom, no, yeah. at least Venom was like weird and interesting. Yeah, like I feel like Aquaman was just so down the middle. I like it does nothing for me. Yeah, like, I thought some of the stuff looked kind of. I didn't like the big bug guy. I thought that right. looked yeah, very it, Power Rangers. You it know, did, for sure. <laughs> yeah. Some of that stuff, just like they try to make. Also, the villain. I'm not sure if I'm a big fan of that guy or not. I think he's all right in like he was all right in Fargo, but I didn't believe him as a as a villain. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, he's in a lot of horror movies. He's just like a dad. But I don't, I don't, I don't get it. I don't see. I, I think that was miscast. The villain. You know yeah. what I'm talking about, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it's it wasn't very good. I thought. And it got, and you could you, you could kind of tell what was coming. Oh, okay, yeah, she's the mom's going to be alive. It's all kind of telegraphed, you know. It was it was very much a here's a origin superhero origin story movie. I just don't understand how it got sixty five percent. Like, I, it's just like because such a, it wasn't Suicide Squad, right? I it's that's wild to me though. Yeah, do something that you like. Like this movie. I did not enjoy Vice, but the fact that this movie and Vice got the same like <laughs> tomometer rating is wild. Like Vice pissed me off, but it's just like the expectations right versus reality. Whereas this <laughs> it's like, oh wow. Way to go, DC. You did something that wasn't just like eye-gougingly awful. Mhm. And no. I feel like sometimes movie critics just try to be like, hey, I'm one of the guys. I can enjoy a popcorn movie as well. When mm-hmm. it's just like, no, there's other things. I don't know. I, I, I'm i with you. I think the majority of superhero movies are pretty bad. Um, Especially I mean, like... Even like, like Thor Ragnarok got whatever, 97%. I like that more than you did. Yeah, though. you did. You 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 were you might have been on a minority there. I for sure People was. really didn't like it, yeah. <clears throat> but like, I think even that, it's like, oh, this is a really good spin on Thor because now we're going to make him a little more silly. And you know what? I did I did like sort of a lot of, a lot of the movie look like a Led Zeppelin album cover too, which I, I dug that, you know? But yeah. Okay. Well, that's what I've been watching. Okay. 
Uh, I took your recommendation to watch Paddleton, and now, I hate you for that. No, hold on. You did not take my recommendation. A Red Letter Media video came out <laughs> that had Paddleton in it, and you watched it like the next day, <laughs> where I had been. I told you about it weeks ago. No, I watched part of it weeks ago. Okay, and I'm like, I'm a little. I uh, this is a little too sad for me right now. Yeah, and so I watched the rest of it, and I've I've had bad dreams <laughs> ever it, since. It then. only gets sadder from there. <laughs> yes, I've had nightmares about. Oh, we got to take this pill to kill myself. Okay. Uh, yeah, it's the saddest fucking movie I've ever seen, dude. Like, they're, they do, cause they do it so well. Yes. It's like a very believable friendship. Yeah. And I feel like there's some really good, yeah, like, there's just some things that are just so simple and so sad. Like, he buys the kid safe to keep the medicine in. To, uh, in, like there's so I I want if you're listening to this please watch Paddleton because it's I really think, good it's really sad but it's really good I think uh, I, I I really think that uh, Ray Romano should get an Oscar for it um, he's so good like yeah <laughs> it's it's a really strong performance like I don't I feel like I overstated but it is the favorite my favorite movie I've seen this year uh huh I and. I don't know. It's yeah. the best movie I've seen this year. I don't think I'll ever watch it again. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, that's. I mean, I would probably watch it again. I liked it. Yeah. Oh, look, I liked it. It. Oh God, just at the end where he's like, "Oh, I can't even." Man, I I, that I know what you're talking me. about. Yeah. Yeah. Hey. Ah. Uh, it's a good movie. Go watch it. Uh, but uh, it's uh, it's sad. Go see it with a friend. <laughs> yeah. Go see it with your best friend. And, uh, man. Tell each um, other that you love each other. Yeah. Yeah. Jeez. Uh, so, yeah, I, I think I think that's all I watched. No, I haven't watched Green Book yet. I was about to say, everybody's <laughs> been... Everybody's excited now to hear the Green Book review. The Green review Book review, you, yeah, I know. Definitely... So, still no green book. We'll we'll do it one day. I still have I still have so many bets to pay off. It's true. I have a lot. When when are we going to see uh Jackson Maine? <laughs> I don't know, someday. Okay. Well, well yeah. Hmm, maybe maybe we need to do something else as far as like ways to make sure these bets happen. I Look, I'll, I need to see Big Mama's house. Or not Big Mama's house. Uh, <laughs> what's it called? Uh, Medea. Medea, yeah. Medea does Christmas or whatever. But it's... See, now that you don't have to see it in theaters and live tweet it, that's not quite the same. I'm going to see it. I can still see it in theaters or dollar theaters. That One, that's not the same. And two, I don't even think it's in dollar theaters. Hold on, let me it try to find hard. Medea. It would be hard to find Medea six weeks after it came out. I bet you people are still seeing it. Oh, man, I got so many bets to pay off. What other yeah. bets do I have to pay off? You have to do a show on your own, which you may be doing until you do the Jackson Maine payoff. <laughs> I may. What's the Jackson Maine payoff? That's Star is Born. Oh, okay. Jackson Maine is Bradley Cooper's character. Yeah, I didn't watch Star is Born either. Look, I'm not into movies, Adam. I'm not watching. We got 
Oh, AMC Dine and Mesquite. There's a movie. AMC North Park 15. It's airing. It's still airing. Okay. You can still see it. All right. I've been very busy though with this freelance gig. They keep giving me, giving me stuff to do. And, you know, I go into work and I got fi- It's just, it's been, a, it's, I've been really stressed out, Adam. Okay. And you're really, uh, you know, making, making my life a lot harder with these bets. Okay. Well, by not doing them, your life has not changed at all. No. So. <laughs> oh. Well, We'll we'll get to that, and uh, I'll watch Green Book by next week. All right, I'm excited for it to definitely happen. <laughs> the Green Book review we've all been waiting for next week. I promise. And we'll also review uh, Return of the King, and we'll do Shazam eventually, and all the other movies that come out this year. <laughs> Every other movie. So please like, comment, subscribe. Tell your grandma about this podcast. I'm sure she'll love it. Uh, Adam, where can they find you in the world? I'm at the Fullertron on Twitter. Awesome. You don't have a gram? You're not on social? I mean, I, I'm on the gram. I, Are you on the social? I posted to the gram for the first time in a while the other day. Oh, yeah? I don't know why you'd waste my time. Dude, you got to be an influencer. You're going to be an influencer. Oh, yeah. I got yeah. hot opinions on cat cafes. <laughs> I'm going to be an influencer on my social. Uh, anyway, uh, you can find me on my social at CrayTreyVids on Twitter and uh, CrayTrey on Instagram. Go subscribe. I'm an influencer on my social. And uh, please uh, li- listen to the podcast every day. And we'll see you. All right. Bye. <laughs>